Welcome to Planify Podcast, where we speak plainly about topics that matter. What are those topics, you ask? Anything that needs to be talked about. Hi, welcome to Planify Podcast, where we speak plainly about topics that matter. I am Alicia Luca Dean, your host, and I am so excited to be here with you. Thank you for joining me for the first episode of Planify. So today we're going to start off this podcast with two topics that are super near to my heart, human trafficking and stories. The reason that both of these topics are so near to my heart is that I believe that stories are the most powerful form of communication that we have. Stories is how God communicated his his story to the world and how he told us of himself. When we listen to stories, something clicks in our minds. We it it opens our imagination. It shows us a way to step into somebody else's world and we remember it. Do you ever think back over all the speeches and sermons that you heard growing up or just in your life? I have heard thousands and I will just say that there are precious few that I remember, maybe, maybe like two, but do you know what I remember from those sermons? The stories. I remember the stories. I remember testimonies that I heard. That's what sticks with you. And so when we're going to talk about something as evil and sinister and heartbreaking as human trafficking, the best way to talk about it isn't with facts and numbers, even though those are important and give credibility. The best way to talk about it is to tell stories. So that's what we're going to do. And That is why I just finished writing a book on this topic, but I'll tell you more about that in a minute. First of all, I want to talk about what human trafficking is and why it's vital that believers, Christians, the church start talking about this topic. So human trafficking is the intentional selling and exploitation of another human being. This can be sexual for labor or work purposes, for war, or even for the revolting practice of organ harvesting. In 2019, 62% of human trafficking victims in the U.S. were sex trafficking victims. Sex trafficking, well, not just sex trafficking, but human trafficking, which includes sex trafficking, is the third largest black market commodity, and it is the fastest growing black market commodity. Now, As Christians, we know that our stories are called testimonies because our stories aren't just here to be told. They point people to the gospel. When we tell our stories boldly and with humility, we encourage the body of Christ and we become the living, walking testimonies of God at work inside us. Is it terrifying to share your story? Yes, it is. For some people, it's actually so terrifying that they never do it. And I know people like this, and it's really, really sad because they are still in bondage to their story. Here's what I would say if this is you. You need to start by just telling one person. We're called to live in community um, vulnerably. That is what the body of Christ is. Um, The Bible talks about the body of Christ and the church being our family. 
And if we cannot show up fully within the body of Christ, we're not just robbing ourselves of intimacy with others the way that God intended. We're robbing other people of just the encouragement of our story. Think back to stories you've heard that you found so beautiful. People who've overcome addiction or sexual abuse or just immense loss. Now, imagine if you didn't hear any of those stories. Imagine if they just kept those stories to themselves because of fear or shame. What would we be missing out on? So much truth, so much encouragement. Well, human trafficking is a very sensitive topic. And I don't necessarily think that it is my job to tell the intimate details of somebody's trafficking experience, unless, of course, they wanted me to. But I can listen to a lot of stories and then create a story and a world that is based off those experiences that's fiction, but has a lot of truth in it. And so that's what I attempted to do in my story that I just finished writing and publishing. My book is called Until the Darkness Turns to Light. It's my first novel, and it's a murder mystery that deals with human trafficking. It tells the story of two women across two different time periods that kind of interweave the stories together near the end to show how these two women's lives were way more connected than they ever realized. The story is emotional. It's not super long. It's fast paced. And my hope is that at the end, you realize how big God is and how much he longs to just enter into our stories and turn them into something beautiful and something that glorifies him. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're here for, right? We're here to bring glory to God, to encourage others, and to be transformed. That is the purpose of life. Isn't that kind of crazy and also really, really beautiful at the same time? One of the things that we're going to talk about today is a couple true stories of human trafficking. I'm going to tell them to you. They are included in the back of my book where I wrote an essay that talks about human trafficking, some of the statistics and facts, and um, I include a bunch of stories. But today I'm going to tell you two because two of them were just so crazy. I can't not tell them. If you love mysteries like I do, these stories will just be so intriguing to you. I grew up just absolutely loving mysteries. I read like every single Hardy Boy book, every single Nancy Drew book. I love diagnosis murder as a kid. I am, it's like, it's true. I just, I really, really did. So um, I just always wanted the bad guy to be caught. I wanted to figure out the mystery. In 2014, there was this doctor, this younger doctor. His name was Eric J. Smith. And that was his real name, by the way. If you read murder mysteries and you hear the last name Smith, you automatically think alias. But no, that that was his actual name. There are actually people named Smith. 
So, t- 2014, this doctor, he's an anesthesiologist, and he works at one of the most prominent hospitals in the greater Seattle area in a city called Bellevue, which is home to Microsoft and Bill Gates. The hospital is called Overlake Medical Center. Dr. Eric Smith was an anesthesiologist there, and he brought home a fairly decent salary, you know, just a livable wage of twenty dollars to $45,000 a month from Overlake Medical Center. But he started doing some things that raised eyebrows, namely that he was depositing thousands of dollars a day in cash at local bank ATMs. Well, this is definitely not typical behavior for a doctor or an anesthesiologist. So DEA agents started keeping an eye on this guy because he was being shady. And they ended up realizing that from 2012 to 2014, he deposited nearly half a million dollars in cash at these ATMs. And and that's just what he deposited. So who knows what else might have been going on. So they started looking into this guy and they found out that he and his girlfriend were selling women from Southeast Asia for $200 an hour out of a brothel that they created in downtown Bellevue in a high-rise condo right in the middle of the city, right in plain sight. And they were bringing these women in and out and selling them for years and making a lot of money. And remember, this was on top of his legitimate day job of twenty dollars to $45,000 a month. Wow. Now, here's another crazy story that also happened in Washington State. And this one was more recent, actually less than a year ago. On November 17th, 2021, it was reported that a body had been found in the trunk of a car up in the mountains down a logging road or a dirt road up in the mountains. The police obviously responded to the hikers or whoever had hunters or whoever had found this body. And they ended up identifying the body as belonging to a young man from the Spokane area, which is in Washington state, but it's on the other side of the mountains. The man who was arrested in that murder was this murdered young man's girlfriend's dad. It took a little while for the story to unfold. And they also found out that this body, after an autopsy, they found out that the body had been in the back of this trunk for almost a year. The father ended up coming clean to police and saying that he had murdered this young man after he found out that he had sold his daughter into sex trafficking for $1,000. The father found the boyfriend, kidnapped him, zip-tied his hands together, 
threw him into the trunk of his car and then proceeded to murder him by crushing his head with a cinder block and stabbing him in the stomach multiple times. A year later, when the body was finally discovered and this man was arrested, it obviously made news headlines in the area, but really it didn't gather that much attention, even though it's kind of an extreme story. I've always kind of wondered what the police thought about this story because, well, you obviously can't just have people going around murdering people and doling out their own form of justice. I also feel like I understand the rage. And so I've always wondered what the police really thought about this. But I don't know if we'll ever really know that. Now this man is in jail. I don't know if the trial's been finished yet or if he pled guilty or what exactly the follow-up story is because it's really hard to find those details. But wow, just a crazy, crazy story. When it comes to your own story, I want to just encourage you to be bold, be brave, speak the truth even if your voice shakes. Start by just telling one safe person. You don't need to share every detail of what happened to you. Sometimes you're still in so much pain that you don't even have the words. That's okay. God is kind and gentle and slow with our stories. He's not afraid of what happened to you. He's not afraid that his goodness isn't big enough to cover you and your story. He isn't afraid to step into the dark places with you. And There is so much healing to be had. I found it in my own life, and I'll share more about it in future episodes. But for now, I just want to encourage you to tell one safe person your story. And if that needs to be a professional counselor, go for it. Do it. That's okay. It doesn't have to be a friend or a family member. Just start. We've been talking about some really heavy topics here today on the show. But if what we've been talking about here resonates with you, I have two resources for you linked below in the show notes. The first is a blog post that just talks about some statistics surrounding human trafficking. And the second is a link to download the first three chapters of my book for free. You are going to start reading this and not want to stop. And chapter three ends on such a cliffhanger that you're going to be like, oh my gosh, where can I get the rest of this book right now? So go read that blog post and go download that link to the first three chapters of my book. You are gonna love it. That's all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember... Be bold, be brave, speak the truth, even if your voice shakes.